you guys doing? Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Biker News. Oh my god, it's the zombie apocalypse coming, man. We'll talk about that later on in the show. And thanks for the good reviews on episode 14, season 3 of Motorcycle Madhouse. Everybody loved the, the music that we had playing. Again, if you want to have your independent band featured on Motorcycle Madhouse, go ahead and send us the MP3 at info at insanethreadlebikernews.com. Brain part there, man. Must be that zombie apocalypse coming. Today, we have news overseas coming in, and also a story that's kind of went viral on the internet. Wait till you see that. There are still heroes. Still heroes, there are. But anyway, let's go over to our news for this morning. Okay, let's go up to Canada, our neighbors to the north. Surrey wants to shut down the Hills Angels Clubhouse. City claim the bikers are violating zoning by using rural property as a clubhouse. Now that's kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? It's a rural property. That means away from the city. But... I guess they're violating zoning. This one by Kim Boylan. If you guys haven't checked out Kim Boylan's uh, material, she covers the Hells Angels extensively over on the National Post as well as the Montreal Gazette. Uh, the city of Surrey is seeking injunction to stop a rented rural property in Annidale from being used as a clubhouse for the Hells Angels' newest chapter. Oh, that's going to hit rented rural property. Now, here's the problem with that, and that's why a lot of the bigger clubs, they actually go and own the property. A lot of them do it with trust and all that good stuff. And that's because with rented property, they can pressure the landlord. They'll go straight after the landlord. Next thing you know, you're out on your butts. Uh, Surrey filed the lawsuit in uh, B.C. Supreme Court on the 31st of January, claiming the clubhouse contravened city bylaws and had renovations done without building permits. Yes, it will always come down to zoning when they go after motorcycle clubs. That's here in the United States as well. The suit names Gerbinder, Sai Johel, and Kuant Kar Kohel. <laughs> hey, my French ain't good if that's French. Hell, I don't know, man. Uh, you try doing it with all these freaking foreign names. Uh, the owners of the house at 180689 Avenue. As defendants, as well as full patch hard side Hells Angels, Shannon Rainey. Rainey, 44, signed a five year lease for the property to lawsuit claims. Quote, the city was advised by the RCMP and verily believes that Mr. Rennie is a full patch member of the Hells Angels and outlaw motorcycle gang, the court documents say. The RCMP and all the other law enforcement, they're just busy bodies man you, you know what there's so much freaking running around these people do they'll get into every nook and cranny uh they'll go over social media on you they just do not stop busy bodies man busy bodies they always throw wrench in the fun 
always throw wrenches in the fun. Uh, the Hells Angels opened a hard side chapter in March of 2017, the 10th HA chapter to start since the notorious biker gang set up in Br British Columbia in 83. Shortly afterwards, Hardside held a gathering of the Annie Dell property, which is on a dead-end street just off the Trans-Canada Highway. I heard that Canada Highway is pretty cool, man. Don't it run up into Alaska? That's basically how you get to Alaska by road uh, through Canada or something. I don't know. Only my uh, Canadian uh, followers put that in the... Uh, what is it? Put that in the comments section, man. Let me know about that. Uh, the event was, uh, quote, a large gathering of full patch members, motorcycles, public drinking, increased traffic in the neighborhood, and related social activities. The city lawsuit alleges. Well, what do you think goes on at a party? Uh, actually, I... <laughs> You're going to be able to go to hooliganbiker.com. Uh, Boy, did I just do an editorial about how the lifestyles become so PC, and it talks about parties. You got that right. Between summer of 2017 through the end of 2018, the city's enforcement included monitoring of activities on the property. There were minor regulatory breaches not related to the operation of an OMG that were resolved by city bylaw enforcement. When Hardside began planning an anniversary party at the property in early 2019, the city sent a notice suing or saying the gathering was not permitted. Always wanted to be a killjoy, man. But the lesson of this article here is... Them damn zoning laws, man. Make sure, especially here in the United States, that you're, you know what's going on with them zoning laws because that's the first thing they'll do to catch you. Anyway, let's go overseas to Christchurch. A barbershop set alight for the second times in less than two weeks. Sham Sherwood and Jack Kenny of the stuff that CO New Zealand and yes this is New Zealand and that's not Australia they're two separate countries or two separate something man uh, my uh, people over there inform me that all the time when I get them mixed up but hey they go over like the same laws don't they you gotta give me that but it seems like uh, they do not want this barbershop and I don't know if it's because you know it's Mongo owned or they just don't like the haircuts there anyway Tensions within Christchurch's underworld are back in the spotlight after a barbershop with links to international bikey gang. The Mongols MC was firebombed for the second time in two weeks. Emergency services were called to the fire at Bristol Barbers about 10 p.m. on Sunday. Emergency services uh, got there, and Detective Sergeant Javon Jeff said police were seeking witnesses after a stolen vehicle was driven through the front of the store and premises was set alight. I, again, maybe he didn't like his haircut. You know, that's kind of going to the extreme if you don't like your haircut. Come on. Both the barbershop and the vehicle were extensively damaged. Well, you think? 
Two men were seen leaving the shot on uh, foot shortly after. Both were described as being of average height and build, wearing dark hoodies and balaclavas. What in the hell is that? Okay, New Zealand, let me know what the hell that is. Police are working to establish any links with the previous incident at the barbershop on uh, 14th of February. I don't know, man. Maybe you guys don't want to do a barbershop anymore because obviously you guys ain't doing good haircuts. That's obvious. <laughs> anyway, this is a viral sensation. Uh, this one from Brebart. And uh, an inmate is accused of killing two child molesters. Writes confession letter. If you want to send him some commissary money, we got all his information over on Insane Throttle Biker News' Facebook page. A lot of people, man. This guy's going to be rich. And, you know, again, there are heroes in prison. By Amy Fuhr, a prison inmate recently confessed to murdering two convicted child molesters at a prison in Cochrane, California, in January. In a letter to the Mercury News, 41-year-old Jonathan Watson said he beat David Bob, 48, and Grandy Luis Conte, 62, to death with a cane while inside the California Substance Abuse Treatment Facility and State Prison. Prior to their deaths, Bob and Dee Luis Conte, both scumbags, were both serving life sentences after being convicted of aggravated sexual assault involving children other the age of 14. Yes, and do you believe that there was a lot of snowflakes out there complaining, well, this is just wrong, you know, we vigilanteism's wrong. Hey, I call it justice. This is justice right here. There is two people serving life sentences, which is what, thirty-two dollars to $40,000 a year that you have to pay for them. And they were involved with the aggravated sexual assault with kids under 14. I don't care what you snowflakes say about this is wrong. I think it's right. Personally, I think parents should go medieval on people, put these people in the center of Market Square, and let them do what they wish to these people. Uh, six days after Watson was transferred to the facility, he wrote that, quote, a child molester had moved into his pod and referred to the individual as molester number one. You know, that is uh, amazing because uh, most of the time they're put right to PC. That night, Watson had returned to his pod after warning the prison counselor that he might become violent. However, the counselor reportedly dismissed him. Yeah, I don't think he would dismiss him now. I could not sleep having not done what every instinct told me I should have done right then and there. So I packed all my things because I knew one way or another the situation would be resolved the following day, Watson wrote. I was mulling it over when along came molester number one and he put his TV right on PBS Kids. What's that telling you, people? But this time someone else had said something to the effect of, is this guy really going to watch this right in front of us? And I recall saying, I got this. And I picked up the cane and went to work on him. Watson said he left the pod to find a guard and turn himself in when he encountered the second man. As I got to the lower tier, I saw a known child trafficker, 
Oh, and I figured I'd just do everyone a favor. In for a penny, in for a pound, he commented. Prison officials reportedly did not notice any of the commotion, so Watson told one of them what had happened and later gave authorities a full confession. In closing, he wrote that his life sentence for a 2009 murder conviction gave him a unique opportunity to get close to people who are every parent's worst nightmare. This family spend years carefully and are kickerly planning how to give their children every opportunity that they never had. And one monster comes along and changes that child's trajectory forever. Bravo, bravo, man, bravo. Anyway, we're talking about the zombie apocalypse here. And this ain't no joke, man. I'm just joking around with the name and stuff like that. But this con uh, coronavirus, and uh, it's not related to Corona beer. Man, they've been taking a hit, I hear. Italy reports six dead, 229 infected as Europe braces for COVID-19. As new uh, hotspots rise in South uh, Korea, Italy, and Iran, the latest uh, today, uh, Italy reports six uh, corona deaths as a result uh, and becomes worst hit country. I hear they're going, uh, they're like closing everything off, man. Uh, it's not a uh, pandemic, but countries need to prepare out of the. Uh, World Health Organization. Uh, the corona deaths in China nears 2,600. That stock market, oh boy, do I know, took a 900 point uh, plunge today. Uh, I think it's more over a thousand at closing bell. Two more doctors die of coronas in China. More than 800 confirmed cases, eight dead in South Korea. Uh, China's postponing key, uh, key political meetings because of the virus. My God, uh, there's checkpoints around uh, and quarantine towns in northern Italy on Monday as authorities sought to control the novel coronavirus that has made the country the focal point of the outbreak. Uh, the hard-hit region of uh, Lombardy reported 172 cases, five of them are deaths. Uh, are in the uh, Lombardy region as the number of cases in Italy have spiked the country stock exchange recorded sizable losses dropping more than 4% I think ours is, was at 3.2% today at least 10 towns in northern Italy with a population of around 50,000 were locked down to help the spread oh my god here we go Motorcycle Madhouse on Spotify and iTunes Radio. Yes, we are on Spotify and iTunes Radio, all that good stuff. So you can hear the full-length seasons and episodes that we are doing over on MotorcycleMadhouse.com as well as Spotify and stuff like that. That coronavirus is getting scary, man. It's going to be getting to pandemic levels. I guarantee you this is not looking good. And when people say, well, you know, the warm weather might uh, halt it. Well, you got to remember something here, you jerky boys is you know most of these places in our hot weather 
type of deals, man. You got Iran, you got Italy. Yeah, so it's thriving in the hot weather. So there's a lot of people on the Internet and also in the media that says, you know, you might want to stock up on, you know, some basic stuff, two weeks worth of water, two weeks worth of uh, food and all that good stuff. Not go all prepper, you know, building bomb shelters, all that good stuff. But, you know, get prepared. And it's always nice to, you know, be prepared for a two-week type of uh, emergency because this thing goes to pandemic levels man it's not gonna be freaking pretty it's not gonna be pretty myself uh i'm always prepped up i think i got uh 60 days i don't know i gotta go look at there because uh usually once a month what i'll do is dry freeze a lot of supplies and i'll also you know i love pressure cooking so i got all that stuff so i date everything the whole nine yards uh but other items you might want to look at is your first aid kit uh, make sure your Second Amendment uh, goodies are uh, in full force, man, with enough, uh, uh, how can I say, because you can't say it over here on a lot of platforms, but a lot of uh, surprises packed up. Uh, so make sure that is taken care of. You know, just, you know, for your family, make sure you got the double of what they're going to need. Because this thing, I don't think uh, the government's really telling everybody what's going on. I know China ain't telling us what's going on. So it could could get pretty quick you always got to defend on your you know depend on yourself your family and friends and neighbors the whole nine yards that's when the local uh, community really comes into play is in the something like this so just make sure you're prepared and i'm uh guessing there's going to be a lot more spread of this stuff i cannot believe in northern Italy. They're just containing towns of 50,000 freaking people, man. I think it's past the containment level, and you got to go to the next step of trying to figure out what uh, is going on. You know, there's some people out there right now saying that uh, it could become so bad that elections are not going to be held and blah, blah, blah. Uh, we'll see, man. It's just the beginning. And what's worst about this is now they're saying this possibly came out of and escaped one of the worst uh biological labs you know for germs and viruses in uh the world and it escaped through a bat bite or something there's so many theories about how this happened who knows man who knows uh but just start uh being careful being prepared don't forget to go over to our other news platforms i'm gonna be doing a video i think in the next couple uh days about uh, addressing one thing about the biker scene and that is are women, you know, the you know the same as men? Are you know do they hold the same type of place? Are they equal? Let's just put it that way. It's a lot easier putting it that way. So with that, you guys be good and don't forget to visit us on our other platforms: Instagram, Twitter. We got a new support shirt out. Go check that out. All persons or persons in this newscast are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our other social media platforms. Mm -hmm.